Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Shopify presents cool sheets from aha to lying awake while you bake isn't cool. I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat-induced insomnia. That was my aha moment, bed sheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bed sheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible, signing up on Shopify. With the help of Shopify's intuitive online store creator, I started selling sustainable bamboo sheets that keep cool year-round. And my cool idea became a reality. Hot sleepers around the world rejoice. Shopify makes it simple to keep your cool while starting and growing your business. Start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. From aha to anything is possible. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. The following is a Mad Sports Company presentation. Here's what's cooking on the day. Sports Stove local hour. We are previewing the running back position and that means we've got offensive coordinator and running back coach Andy Richmond on the show. We're going to talk to running back Braden Sloan as well. That's what's cooking on today's Sports Stove Local Hour. McKinney looks, sets it a pocket, throws open receiver, touchdown! Colonels, we're not done yet! Our identity is we're going to press for 40 minutes, we're going to play up-tempo, we're going to play with unbelievable passion, and then our brand is the most exciting 40 minutes in sports. Welcome in to an all-new edition of the Sports Stove Local Hour, presented by Mad Mushroom Pizza. Mad Mushroom has been serving Colonel since 2016, And it is located right across the street from EKU's campus and is well known as the home of the original cheese sticks, which comes up in our program here today. But whenever I visit Mad Mushroom Pizza, I like to go inside. Did you know they have uh, seating inside? They have TVs in there as well. You can go in and have a seat, get yourself a nice uh, soft drink. I like to order some pizza for me and my boys. My wife gets the gluten-free pizza and uh, we get some cheese sticks as well. And uh, we don't partake, but they also now serve adult beverages. So make sure you head over and visit the uh, uh, Mad Mushroom Pizza. Try out their latest pizza of the month as well. Next time you're in town and you stop into Mad Mushroom, make sure you tell them the sports stove sent you. You get $5 off any order over $20. And uh, also sports stove listeners can use the coupon code SPORTS5. To claim a discount online at madmushroom.com. That's sports, S-P-O-R-T-S, and the number five, $5 off your purchase of $20 or more. Mad Mushroom, feed your head. And guess what we're feeding? You know what we're feeding you today, that your EKU fix is being fed to you today. A lot of stuff going on. On the EKU campus, um, basketball practice is, uh, they've got a, an open practice uh, Tuesday night they did, and then they'll have another one, I believe it's Thursday night as well, as they prepare for the Bahamas. I've had a chance to go sit in on some of those practices uh, uh, throughout uh, this summer as they've had the opportunity to practice, get to watch the team a little bit, talk with Coach Hamilton a little bit, and this is going to be a fun team. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, last year, 
The basketball did not meet expectations this year. I think they just might. Um, a lot plays into that, of course, health and things like that. But that being said, I think you're going to like what you see from this uh, EKU basketball team. So if you get a chance to, to uh, jump in there for the next open practice, like I said, I believe it's on Thursday. Um, uh, make sure you get a chance to go do that as well. Uh, the EKU softball uh, scandal, if you want to call it that, has come to a screeching halt as the university announced um, last week that they are going to retain Jane Worthington. Uh, I was hoping to talk with AD Matt Roan before we recorded this episode and unable to do so. Still hoping to talk to him this week. And uh, I'm going to share some thoughts on that here towards the end of the episode as well and kind of just just my mindset going into that conversation with athletic director Matt Roan. But as we continue our football preview episodes, today we are previewing the running back position and we have two great guests for you on the show today. So looking forward to bring you first of all, we're going to bring you running back Braden Sloan. Uh, This interview is presented by IPM Pest and Termite, Central Kentucky's neighborhood pest professionals. IPM Pest and Termite is a a unique pest company. First of all, they are local, which is important. Uh, Here at the Sports Stove, we love local. That's why we're part part of Mad Sports Company now, a local uh, media business, and uh, looking forward to what's ahead there. But IPM is a local company. And uh, they're technicians. They show up when they say they're going to show up. They give you a time and they show up at that time. They guarantee their service, which is a pretty big deal, right? Because if they treat and the bugs don't go away, you say, well, do I have to pay more? Nope, they guarantee the service. Um, what about their prices? Well, they are competitive pricing. Uh, they're, they may not be the cheapest, although a lot of times they are because they don't require you to commit to a, uh, a year program or anything like that. They'll come out just one time and fix your problem. And uh, there's a lot of great things about IPM pests and termites. So here's what you need to do. You need to go online, myipm.com. Uh, you'll see more information there. And then you give them a call. Say, hey, I got ants or I got spiders or I've got centipedes or whatever it is. And make sure you tell them the sports stove sent you. Uh, support the local businesses that support local shows like ours, the Sports Stove Podcast. So as all that's being said, IPM Pest and Termite is sponsoring today this interview with running back Braden Sloan. We are joined now by EKU running back Braden Sloan. He's a Kentucky native. Braden, how you doing? I'm good. How are you doing? Doing very good. Uh, we're getting getting closer to football season. Uh, camp starting up next week. And uh, are you are you itching to, to get going with real football? Yeah, definitely. During the uh, off season, just the workouts and everything, just really gets you excited to get the pads back on and get back out there on the field. How's the uh, how's the team feeling locker room wise and everything? You know, every time, especially now with the transfer portal, every time a new season comes, there's a lot of turnover in the locker room. So throughout the spring and then the summer uh, workouts and stuff like that, how do you think the, the locker room is meshing? So through, through last year to this year, I feel like uh, we've really grown together as a team and uh, a unit on both sides of the ball uh, with the transfer portal, uh, bringing guys in, you know, that they just um, come in and fit in and mess with everybody well. So that's a real good thing. Uh, this will be the second year in the A-Sun. So you've got some familiar opponents. Of course, last year, uh, your freshman season was the first year in the A-Sun as well. Uh, the opponents that are you, is there an opponent that you're looking forward to playing this year? Uh, not on the top of my head. No, I'm just okay. just how to get to that first game. <laughs> yeah, first one and knock them down from there, right? Um, high expectations this year for you guys. Uh, just recently after the A Sun Media Day, uh, you guys were voted in as number two preseason uh, A Sun in the poll, uh, which is I think fitting. I mean, I think there at the top, Kennesaw State's going to be really tough. But uh, I think the expectations that are set high for you guys make sense. Is there any added pressure with those higher expectations? Uh, I feel if you if you let it let it be more pressure, it can't be. But just as far as like Coach Wells always says, like during the games, don't look at the scoreboard and don't don't buy into the hype. You know, just we got to go out and play our game every game and 
every practice, we got to just hold everybody to the standard and just keep growing and stacking days on, on one another. How, is that hard to not look at the scoreboard? Coach talks about that all the time. He talks about it in the post-game press conferences. He talks about it throughout the week. You know, yeah, we don't watch the scoreboard. Well, I mean, it's it's a pretty big scoreboard. So, so uh, how is it? Because I'm assuming, well, maybe not. Was it like that in high school as well? Or is that something you kind of had to train yourself when you got to college? That was just uh, really something I had to train myself when I got to college. Um, just you, you know it's there, but just to not look at it, just keep playing every play. Like, it's zero to zero, and it's just uh, beginning of the game, just to try to get one up on the other team uh, every play. Now, uh, you're expected to take on a bigger role this year. Um, you're one of two returning backs that had touches last season. Um, you you didn't have too many touches as far as uh, rushes. You had nine rushes. Uh, you had seven catches as well. Uh, so how, how have you prepared for that expanded role? Yes, sir. Just over the offseason, just really work on my game, like all aspects of the game and stuff I really need to improve on. Um, Coach Richmond did a, uh, does a great job of letting us know, like, stuff that we need to work on and, and ways to get on the field. And I feel like I took advantage of everything that he told me and I got to work during the offseason. Is there one key area of your game that you felt like you needed to work on this offseason? The biggest uh, part of my game I feel like needs to work is was my pass protection, my blocking. And Coach Richmond, he always he tells me that too. So it's, it's there. You can tell. But I just need a lot of work. And uh, I feel like I put that in over the offseason. Uh, you had seven catches last year. Three of those seven catches ended with you in the end zone. Uh, that's a pretty good ratio up there. Uh, was was receiving a big part of your game in high school as well? In high school, uh, like I was more of a, a rushing back. Or, you know, I got a lot of carries. But out of the backfield in high school, I pretty much feel like I did it all. You know, it wasn't really uh, one over the other, I guess you could say. But my high school was more of a running team instead of a passing team. But uh, I did both in high school. Uh, so are you – Pretty comfortable. Then, obviously, it, it fits you well. <laughs> you did well with it last season. So, uh, when you've got uh, the offensive play called in and things like that, I, I remember—I don't remember which game it was—but I feel like you had a, a relatively long touchdown pass. You kind of got—I don't think it was a screen. I, now my mind is fuzzy as I start to say it, but uh, I think you kind of took it up the middle, if I remember correct, for maybe a twenty-yard or somewhere in, in there, uh, touchdown things like that. But when those plays are called for you, when they're called for you out of the backfield, well. I'm asking multiple questions at one time. How often are the calls played for you as the primary receiver versus just the progression ended up being you? Uh, not really a lot. That is that is just to me because running back's not really like the main guy that you really look for, but uh, just in the progression mostly just as he goes through his scan and finds me. Uh, you have a, I'm assuming, a good relationship with Parker. Uh, it seems like Parker, I've not met anybody that has a bad relationship with Parker yet. He's a pretty mellow guy. Seems like he's pretty easy to get along with as well. Um, that relationship with the quarterback, because you're talking about the exchange on the handoff, as well as knowing where he wants you to be within the system and things like that as well. Um, how would you say that relationship has grown over the year with you and Parker? Uh, it's definitely grown a lot. You know, coming in, I didn't really get a um, as many reps with him because, you know, he's the one. And I was trying to work my way up the depth chart, but – now, as I'm starting to get rest with them, we're starting to build the chemistry as far as knowing our steps and knowing where we're going to be at on the field and uh, really me knowing where he wants me to be at. I was going to ask his, again, I've, I've never played football uh, at a competitive level before. Uh, so when you're talking about handoffs and hand placement, like where you have your arms to receive the ball, is that something that is specific to a running back or is that something that you're taught so that everyone is similar in how they do that? Uh, as far as taking the handoffs and stuff, that's um, that's just what you're taught as a running back. You know, growing up, just which hand to put up to take the ball on whichever side that you're on. Uh, but, like, with the footwork and stuff, that's just uh, coming in. That's uh, part of our, like, footwork that we put in specifically for, like, EKU. So, like, in high school, I had a different footwork than what it is here. So, having to switch that up and everything. But, like I said, Coach Richmond does a great job of coaching us and getting us where we need to be.
Shopify presents Cool Sheets from Aha to Lying awake while you bake isn't cool. I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat-induced insomnia. That was my aha moment. Bed sheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bed sheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible. Signing up on Shopify. With the help of Shopify's intuitive online store creator, I started selling sustainable bamboo sheets that keep cool year-round. And my cool idea became a reality. Hot sleepers around the world rejoice. Shopify makes it simple to keep your cool while starting and growing your business. Start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. From aha to anything is possible. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. All right, we're having some audio difficulties there. I apologize with that. We'll give it another go and see if we can continue with this interview. If not, we'll have to cut the interview. Apologize for that. Let's give it one more try with Braden Sloan. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, Matt Matt is comfortable with letting his game talk as well as letting his mouth talk all at the same time. Yes, sir. Uh, <laughs> um, one of the things that Coach Wells talks about a lot, we'll talk with Coach Richmond later, uh, but one of the things that Coach Wells talks about a lot is consistency. And the run game last year, it was probably one of the more inconsistent units on the team. Um, and I talked with the offensive linemen last week, and so we talked about their role in that as well. But what is kind of your guys' main – uh, thought process trying to build that consistency this year because last year you know you you would see a back bust off for a 16 yard gain and the next three would be like one yard or, or zero yards or something like that as well so what has been kind of the focus to try to build that consistency up in the run game really just with the uh, it starts with the o-line you know gotta appreciate those guys up front but with them learning everything and the us learning where they're going to be at and where the holes are going to be at that's that's going to help a lot with the consistency uh, you guys have added some new alignment this year. Um, the uh, uh, Coach Losey did not give us the starting five, but uh, as it's nothing is locked up yet. But um, we know that you've added some size. We know that some new guys with experience have come in. You have some very good returning guys as well. Um, so when you talk about finding those holes and what you saw from last season to what you've seen so far in the spring and the summer, um, have you seen that unit grow? Yes, sir. Along with the new guys, even the guys that have been here, I've seen them grow uh, tremendously uh, with some of the schemes that we've been putting in and everything. They're just uh, getting in their positions uh, and being where they need to be when they need to be there, and it helps us out a whole whole bunch. Let's talk about your running back room for a second. Uh, Keandre returns with you. He was the of the returning guys. He had the most most carries last year. You've got a couple of guys that were in the room last year and a couple of new guys as well. Uh, so what are you seeing from the whole room as far as the unit? Because together, as much as one person would love to be the guy, let's face it, the running running back role these days is kind of spread out. You need multiple guys to be able to play. So what are you seeing from your room? What do you like about the room? Um, I like that we all bring a, a competitive nature to the, to, the, to the room. And as it's competitive, it's also a, a friendly nature. You know, we're all, we're all cool and we're all tight. And we uh, push each other to be the best that we can be. I feel like we all bring um, a lot of different things to the table when we uh, all have something else. Uh, we all have something to uh, provide uh, to make the team better. Last year, Keandre had 77 carries. Everybody else uh, total has 24 carries in their collegiate career. So there's not a lot of experience necessarily on the team, although you saw you were there. You saw a lot last year. Again, you, you played a fair amount, especially as the season went on. Um, but that lack of experience, is there any question there or is, do you think this, these, all of you guys really have it? I know you're not going to say anything negative. So I assume you think everybody's pretty dialed in and, and ready to carry that load this year. Yes. Yeah, so I feel, I feel like we all can go, you know, um, 
college is a lot different than high school, but like I'm saying, in high school, we all got our cares. We all did this and that. And um, just in practice and everything, we kind of get the feel for, for I guess you could say, the speed of college and everything. So I feel like we, we all can go. Um, it's just the opportunities has got to be there. Yeah, and you guys are pretty fortunate in the fact that the defense is pretty stout. You guys got a really good defensive line, solid linebacking core as well. So when you're going up against them in practice, it's not like you're going up against chumps. Uh, you guys, I, I would assume, I only saw a couple of spring practices, but, I mean, you guys go at it pretty hard, and it seems like your defense helps you guys learn and prepare for what's ahead, right? Yes, sir, for sure. I feel like we we help the defense, and the defense helps us. Just when we go out there and we we go 100% on every play, you know what I'm saying, that just uh, pushes both sides of the ball to be the best that they can be. Uh, coach Richmond, of course, is the running back coach, but he's also the offensive coordinator. Uh, so he has a, a big role in what plays are called and all that kind of stuff as well. Have you been nestling up close to Coach Richmond saying, hey, Coach, give me the rock. I'm, I'm ready for it. Uh, I don't know if I say that, but uh, I guess you could kind of say that. Yes, sir. Just trying to, you know, wave on my opportunity to come and be ready when it comes. Yeah, we want you to say, give me the rock. It's okay. You're allowed You're allowed to ask for it. Uh, we want you to want it, you know, and, and I know that you do as well. Um, what's the biggest the biggest difference uh, in from high school to college? I, I know that size and speed is definitely an issue, uh, but is that the biggest thing, or is there something else that would be a big difference between high school and college? Def, definitely the speed of the game, getting used to that is a, is a big jump, but um, also the playbook, understanding the offense and all the plays and where you're supposed to be at um, in high school. Well, the high school I went to, the playbook was kind of simple. Uh, wasn't nothing really major. We didn't have signals or anything, but just coming in here, you got to learn the playbook, signals, and where everybody's supposed to be at on the field at uh, one particular time. Was there a moment last year or maybe even this year where you felt like it really clicked with you, what was going on, you knew the system, where you weren't guessing anymore, you were just playing football? Yeah, I feel like uh, definitely towards the latter part of the last uh, last season, I kind of had the playbook uh, under wraps. And then, then coming into the spring off of the season, I uh, remember most of the playbook and then still going over it throughout the spring really helped me. So right now going into the summer, I just kind of got a, got a grasp on uh, the whole playbook. And I, like I said, I went, I came to a, to a few of the spring practices. I'm looking forward to getting out and watching you guys uh, here in August as well. But from an outsider's perspective, Braden, it looks like they are going to lean on you pretty heavily this year. Um, a lot of activity for you in practice. Of course, Keandre returning will have a big role as well, but uh, we're excited about what's ahead for you. Uh, we close out our interviews this year with a simple question. We have a new sponsor this year in Mad Mushroom Pizza. So our question is, if you're ordering a pizza, what do you put on it? What's the, what's your go-to toppings for pizza? Oh, uh, man. My, go- my go-to I'm a real simple kind of guy, so I would say I would say I like a cheese, like a cheese pizza, just with cheese on it. But uh, if I add, like sometimes I, you know, want to add some toppings, I'll add probably uh, pepperonis and banana peppers. Okay, all right, very good. Now, if you like cheese, I don't know. Have you had mashed mushrooms cheese sticks yet? I've not. Uh, we got to get you some of those. You'd absolutely love them. They're the greatest things in the world. We'll, we'll have to get a way to get you some. Uh, for sure, and make sure we're within the rules and regulations of it. But uh, we'll make sure we, we get you some cheese sticks at some point as well. Uh, Braden, uh, sure appreciate you coming on and taking the time to chat with us. We're really looking forward to what's ahead for you and for the team as a whole. Uh, I think there's going to be an exciting year ahead ahead for you guys. So good luck uh, in this season, and uh, thanks again for coming on. Yes, sir. I appreciate you. Mad Mushroom Pizza is now a proud sponsor of the Sports Stove Podcast. Mad Mushroom, home of the original cheese sticks. Proudly serving EKU's campus, Mad Mushroom offers Colonel's amazing pizza, cheese sticks, wings, grinders, and so much more. Next time you visit, tell them the sports stove sent you, and you'll get $5 off any order over $20. Or visit online, madmushroom.com, and when you order, enter the code SPORTS5, SPORTS5, and you'll get that $5 off any order over $20. Mad Mushroom. Feed your head. 
With over 20 years of experience, Matt Schaefer and the good folks at locally owned IPM Pest and Termite provides pest control service for all of Central Kentucky's pest control needs. Whether you have a current pest control problem or want to prevent infestation from ever entering your home, IPM Pest and Termite offers maintenance programs that will help keep pests out of your home and provide peace of mind. So for dependable, reliable services that you can count on, get in touch with our good friend Matt Schaefer at IPM Pest and Termite today at myipm.com. That's M-Y-I-P-M dot com. Welcome back into the Sports Stove Local Hour. I apologize for the audio issues there in the middle of the interview. Not exactly sure what happened, but we got it figured out and we're back back where we need to be. So again, I apologize for that, but thank you to Braden for coming on and uh, chatting with us. Looking forward to the year. You know, I talk with people, not just on the team or within the the football organization, but other people just around that pay attention to EKU football. And uh, Braden Sloan is a guy that that people expect big things out of this year. Some people even think he should be the number one running back on the team. So um, I think no matter what, you're going to see him and Keandre get get uh, split the load to some degree. And maybe one of these other guys will step up and and earn some reps as well. We know that there's that's the desire of the coaching staff, and actually we'll talk with that with uh, Coach Richmond here in just a second. So uh, um, had a great conversation with Braden again. I sure appreciate him coming on and being a part of the program and chatting with us. Uh, let's go ahead and get you to the next interview, and it's offensive coordinator and running backs coach Andy Rickman and uh, Richmond, excuse me, and uh, really enjoyed this conversation with him. I think you're going to like it too. We talk offense first, and then we get into the running backs uh, a couple minutes into the interview as well. This uh, interview, though, is presented by All Around Roofing. Does the exterior of your home need a facelift? All Around Roofing, they've got you covered. Everything from uh, the exterior of your home, if it needs it, uh, whether it's roof repairs and replacements, siding, windows, gutters, soffits, whatever it is on the exterior of your home, all around roofing can help you. And again, they're a locally owned business. And uh, we are all all about the local local businesses, especially those who are willing to support our local show. So uh, we appreciate all around roofing. You can call them at 859-489-5179. Or you can see before and after pictures and things about them on Facebook at All Around Roofing KY. Uh, there you can find information about them there as well. So our interview with Coach Andy Richman is presented by All Around Roofing. Let's get to Coach. Joining us now is the EKU Offensive Coordinator and Running Backs Coach Andy Richman. Coach, uh, we sure appreciate you coming on. No, I appreciate appreciate you having me. Yeah, you guys had a uh, very good offense last year. Uh, hoping for great this year as the as the pressure mounts. Um, last year, fourth best in red zone offense. That's a that's a pretty good stat. I think I saw it was a thirty one out of thirty three trips ended in scores. Yeah, yeah, we we did. I uh, you know honestly, you know, you don't really keep track of it as the season goes on you know I felt pretty good about what we were doing down there and it's kind of one of those we looked at ourselves scout and I looked at it and I go is this did you guys make a mistake with this so no it was uh it was a good thing so yeah it was 31 out of 33 times down there that that we scored and and um you know we did we made a lot of improvements we weren't in the first year in 20 uh, um we were okay in the red zone and and uh you know we we did some studies and, and really concentrated on that in the off season going in and it was nice to actually see something like that pay off for us last year I mean, and you think about the time spent before the season in 20 with the COVID stuff, uh, and you got all that stuff happening. 21 was kind of normal, still a yeah. few different things there, more normal this year. I'm sure it's nice to get back in a more of a regular flow, right? Yeah, you know, everything actually feels, uh, you know, pre-2020, actually, finally. So, uh, um, you know, doing that, it, it almost feels like uh, – um, it really actually almost feels like we're just really still going into our second year, to be honest, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, with, with it, you know, even though it was a little bit more time than that. But I guess if you look at it that way, you know, 2020 and, and going into 21 gave us a little bit of a jump on the on that so-called second year. And, and um, you know, I think it's, it's going to help us going forward here. I've talked with Coach Wells about this before and other coaches uh, around the country as well. But that the transfer portal has kind of changed all of recruiting, hasn't it? Yeah, it, it, it has. Um, 
you know, between, between, you know, uh, uh, guys that are currently on your team and, and, and different thoughts and ideas. And, and obviously if, uh, the change there is if somebody leaves, it's now very easy to go out and be able to, uh, uh, replace somebody pretty quick. You know, you don't have to wait for a full recruiting cycle and somebody younger, you can go get somebody, uh, with a little bit of experience, a little bit older that can, that can help fill those gaps right away for you. So it's a, but it's an ever, it's an ever, uh, uh, learning and moving process as we go through this. Uh, and we'll get to running backs in just a second. But uh, one of the big improvements that you guys made, I, maybe improvement, I think it's an improvement. I don't think it's a, a bad thing to say, is the offensive line. When you talk about bringing in veterans from the transfer portal and stuff like that as well. Coach Wells is preaching consistency. The whole staff is preaching consistency. It really feels like some of the additions that were made on the uh, up front on the offensive line should help the offense be more consistent here this season. Would you agree with that? Yeah, yeah, I would agree um, with everything I've seen so far. I, um, you know, just their their talent level, their experience, you know, um, knowing how to play, you know, college football and all that has really helped um, uh, the rest of the guys that we have uh, up front and that kind of stuff. And it all starts up front, you know, so <laughs> – um, no matter how you put it and say it, you know, you, yeah, you got to have some talent at those skill positions and they got to be able to do some things. But if you, if you can't run the ball, you can't move the ball, you can't protect the quarterback, it doesn't really matter how good you are on the, on the outside or in those skill positions. You have a fair amount of returning guys on offense this year, but of course, the one of the keys is there is an experienced quarterback and you've got that in Parker. He seems to have gotten better each year and his, from everything that everyone else has told me, his leadership continues to just build as well uh, this year too. So as a guy who is forming the offense, preparing for what's ahead schemes and all that kind of stuff, how fortunate are you to have uh, a, a guy like Parker back there at quarterback for your starting quarterback? Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team, Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Oh, it's, it's, it's awesome. I tell you, you know, just kind of like we talked before, you know, uh, that COVID year and then going into 21 and going through this, I mean, we've, we've, we've had him the whole time, you know? So um, I know there were some injuries early that year before and rotate some guys, but he's pretty much been here that whole time. And, and what's nice is, is um, him knowing the offense um, along with the other guys. And, and now we're able to get deeper into the playbook. We're able to get deeper into the concepts. We're able to, you know, do that kind of stuff. He's on the same page with us and, and uh, we're a lot further ahead and be able to do a lot more than, uh, than you can sometimes. Uh, last non-running back question. Uh, we talked with the tight ends, uh, tight end coach and, and uh, Dak Allen a couple of weeks ago. And uh, we talked about three tight end sets and not your traditional uh, jumbo set with three tight ends. But uh, how much versatility do you have with the guys, uh, with the running backs, the wide receivers, the tight ends that you can kind of play around a little bit in this offense? Yeah, yeah, no, we do. I mean, uh, our our tight ends actually is a is a whole, but then but then having a guy like like Dak um, really helps us to do that 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 versatility that that he has, and and that is true. We can get into different personnel sets and do that, and and you know, and I know we're going to talk about the running backs, but exactly what you said, you know, the versatility I have in the in the, in the back end there. Um, with being able to use those guys in some different areas, you know, we can get into, um, you know, different formations or same formations with different personnels and, and use some guys to get some mismatches and, and that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, planning and being able to do things makes, uh, makes much, things much easier and, and, uh, also helps disguise some things for us versus these, uh, defenses that we're going to see. Uh, let's get to the running backs. You've got two key returning backs in Keandre and Braden. Uh, we talked with Braden earlier. Um, you got both of these guys. McGlure, he's got 77 carries in his EKU career. The rest of your running backs have 24 total carries in college. Uh, so you got, you know, Keandre's definitely the, the key vet, I would say, uh, yeah. back as far as that. And he's, he not only carried the ball, but he had a decent receiving stat line as well. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, the, the him, 
and the whole group, you know, in, in this offense, the way we kind of use these guys. I mean, that, I tell them all the time, and a lot of people say it's obvious, but really, depending on some schemes, it's not. But we, we really ask guys to be um, to be able to do all of it. You know, besides the run the ball, they've got to be able to catch. You know, they've got to be able to be in the in the passing game in that system. Uh, you know, they got to be able to to block. You know, we we kind of want to be able to use a guy at all times. We don't want just your traditional just he is just a third down back. You know, so so that's the thing that's 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 kind of helped. Uh, you know, with him and and the uh, and the whole the whole room there a little bit. But yeah, he's he's one of those that's that's able to do. Um, you know, all of that, he's one that is, you know, since he came in in 2020, he's, you know, he's, he's been here the whole time and, and, uh, he is this most experienced guy offhand and, and that helps us a lot. He understands the offense. He knows exactly what I want and looking for back there. And, and, um, you know, he's able to, to help us that way, uh, a little bit, you know, uh, unfortunately kind of weirdly we've, you know, a couple guys that have taken a good chunk of carries the last couple of years have kind of, you know, decided to move on and do different things. So, but I think as you can see, Every year we just we just uh, in the system we're able to you know recruit those guys and plug in the type of guys that we need and we just keep continue to you know stay where we're at or get better. Uh, it seemed like last year, and I always stress this that this is from an untrained eye. I didn't play football or anything like that, so I'm just a spectator watching. But it seemed like last year, Keandre, you know, every game, every couple of games, it seems like he'd have one really good run, and then it would kind of bottle up after that. So he'd get. 10 yards or 16 yards or whatever it was. And then the rest of them would be one yard, two yards, negative one yard, something like that as well. So how do you build the consistency, not just with him, but the whole unit? I know that plays in offensive line plays into that as well as the running backs themselves. But how do you as a, as an offensive coordinator and as a running backs coach kind of build that consistency? Yeah. I mean, you know, the, the thing we need to do is, is we find those guys, you know, it's, it's uh, sometimes a rupture down, you know, I mean, you know, we, we need to share the load a little bit. They can't, they can't all be out there. Obviously I think some of that is, 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 is uh, a couple of those guys taking the majority. So they get into a rhythm. Uh, they do, they do see the, the holes in the scheme and the way things are opening up in the defense. Uh, you know, some of it is, it is the, uh, uh, you know, the offensive at times, at, at times being able to open up some of the consistent holes for us and, and, uh, and doing that. And, and, uh, probably sometimes, uh, you know, I got to do a better job of, uh, you know, calling the right play and, and, uh, and getting that done. But, but he did. Uh, the one thing I will say is just like you said, I think he, he was enough every game. I mean, he had an explosive play, you know, at least one, if not more you know, every game that he was, he was able to do that. So, uh, you know, he does have the ability to be able to see some things and, and make some moves and, and, uh, and be able to get that done. Yeah. Uh, Braden, uh, you know, walk, watching him through the spring practices, uh, definitely getting, at least it looked like more opportunity in practice. I know he's expecting more opportunity. It seems like he's been working hard for that opportunity as well. He's earning it, I guess, again, coming from the outside, looking in, um, he, as the season went on, he seemed to really get more comfortable. He admitted as much, uh, when we talked with them as well. Um, the people that I've talked to outside of the program, so EKU fans, uh, people in the university, but not in the football program, they all are expecting pretty big stuff from Braden this year, a nice jump from him. Um, is that something that we should expect from Braden? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think we should. Um, you know, he, he's a very talented guy. Um, you know, can do a lot of, he's very versatile, can do a lot of different things for us. Um, you know, the thing I like about him is he's got the, uh, you know, no nonsense mentality, um, you know, with, with some things, um, he, you know, he makes decisions, which is very important. Sometimes with a younger guy, that's, that's, that's harder things. They're a little bit, you know, hesitant, uh, back there and, and making decisions on some of their runs and some other things. And, and he's, he's definite in what he does. And, and, and even if it's wrong, you know, he's, he's going full speed, you know, and, uh, and, and doing that. But, um, you know, I think with, uh, his work ethic and his hard work and all he does that I can't I can't talk enough about that but I, he's going to make he gets better every time he goes out there um, and and is this year obviously he's going to pick up uh, be able to see more and more reps and all that kind of stuff I, I think this is a guy that can look uh, a lot different from game one to game two to game three all all the way through I think you're you're going to see an improvement uh, every game all the way through from the beginning to the end of the season. 
When it comes to the rest of your running back room, I, I really know nothing about them. Um, so yeah. uh, you know, I, I came out to spring practice a couple times and, and try to keep my eye on some stuff and watch some things. But when it comes down to it, it's what the biography says on the website. That's about all I know. So so tell us a yeah. little bit about your running back room, the other guys in that room, and what they're going to bring to the, the team this year. Yeah, I, I think we kind of we got a set of guys that, like I said, kind of fit. Uh, you know what we're looking for as a whole. They do they do have some different characteristics. You know, we got Jariah Hightower. Um, you know, that's that's from the state of Kentucky. Also, he came in the same time as as Keandre came in, so he has been here uh, the whole time and through the system. Uh, has has a few carries here through the last uh, the last couple of years. Um, you know, a little bit little bit of a of a bigger back. Um, at times, so I think he, you know he's one of those that can definitely uh, push ahead, move a pile, um, definitely, definitely be able to do that for you. Um, looking for some things for him this year. I'm, I'm hoping that uh, you know he'll be able to take a little bit more of a jump this year, also, and, and could possibly be a guy to get a, a few more reps for us. Um, you know, a, a, another guy that's in the same class with uh, with Braden is uh, Tell Telly. It goes by Telly McAllister. Um, from Ohio, um, you know he's he's a little bit he's just a little bit smaller. He's one of the smaller guys that we that we have back there, and I don't mean that in a bad way. He just he just is not not that he's too small, but um, he is a little bit. He's got a little bit more scat to him, um, a little bit more fluid in in, in some things. Uh, I think he'll be good in a lot of our outside zone game and that stuff. He's another one that through the spring and here uh, through the summer, and I think here going into camp, I, I really see him. Uh, He's improved, and I really see him to uh, make some jumps and that kind of stuff. So I'd like to, I'd like to see with him to to be able to get uh, maybe some reps and some time. So this will be an important training camp, uh, training camp for him um, to be able to do do that kind of stuff. And then obviously we got we got the transfer from uh, uh, South Alabama, Joshua Carter, um, you know, coming in. Um, you know him. We we need to we need to get a feel here a little bit. He came about midsummer, so. Um, you know, I, I think he's got some, some fluid things and that kind of stuff. He's got a little bit of a pedigree, you know, he's got, uh, he's the youngest of, uh, of three brothers. Um, uh, one of his, his middle brother is actually a running back, starting running back for the New York Jets. So, uh, currently, and then, uh, his other brother played, uh, college football and he was a running back also, you know, uh, uh, a good story on him. He was kind of recruited as an athlete to South Alabama and, and started as a linebacker and then moved over to, uh, running back probably more of his natural position and they had a lot of uh high hopes for him uh he did suffer an injury and was kind of out and just kind of kind of got lost in the shuffle so he decided he kind of wanted to go somewhere to have a have another chance to kind of kind of show himself again so i'm really excited to see him and what what he uh what he can bring here through training camp and do that i kind of probably see him being um you know a little bit a little bit older too, I think, with his maturity and stuff. So I, I kind of like uh, see where he kind of falls in there in the top with uh, with everybody. So um, you know, Raquan Jones will be coming back for us. Uh, he was here last year. He kind of falls more kind of with Jariah in that. He's a he's a little bit more of a of a bigger back, a, a bruiser uh, can push the pile for you a little bit. And then and then I'll have uh, another newcomer coming. Uh, a, a transfer from Mount Union will be coming. Uh, up in Ohio, he'll be coming down. Um, he'll be he'll be reporting for camp. Um, so um, you know, I think he can add some things. I think he's got a little bit of slash and movement to him. I think he'll be good in some of the uh, the run game, the outside zone game, and that kind of stuff. But I, I have to get him in and kind of um, see where he kind of falls with uh, with everybody else and what he can do. When you come into camp here next week, I think correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you get into camp, what's is there one area of improvement you're looking to kind of build off of from the spring and and summer workouts, or or is it a lot of things, multiple things at one time? <laughs> well, I think sometimes there could be smaller, multiple things with that. You know, the big thing, you know, as, as, as far as running backs, the biggest thing I want to see is. As a whole, I want to see a little better consistency in in our in our pass game as far as our our uh, route running and our consistency in catching. Um, we 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 have lulls sometimes. I think that I'd like to improve on in in as far as being able to uh, to catch the ball. We'll you know we'll we'll catch a lot of difficult ones and boom 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 and all of a sudden uh, there's an easy one. We kind of you know we kind of lose our concentration a little bit. So I've kind of been harping on that with them. Um, with those guys. So that would be one main thing I want to see to get a little bit better um, with them going forward. 
you have a, a wide variety of background as far as your coaching, and you've worked with O line, you've worked with running backs, you worked with I think tight ends and possibly receivers. I mean, kind of been the whole gamut on the offensive side of the ball, even a little bit, I think, on the defensive side, if I remember right. Um, So uh, how does – because, you know, the running back kind of fits fits all that, right? They got to have a little O-line in them because they got to block, pass block. They got to have receivers. They got to have all that kind of stuff into them. So that background uh, leading you to now being the EKU running back coach and things, how does all that tie together, I guess, to, to make you the complete coach that you are? Well, you know, I think, you know, seeing all those positions, you know, I think a great thing is, is it hasn't been, it wasn't many years, but a few years I did spend on the, on the, on the defensive side. So you kind of get that side of, you know, how, how, what, what were they doing to, uh, to counter and stop things, you know, and you kind of, you got to understand that side of it and, and understand what they're trying to get done. So, you know, you come back to this side and you can kind of understand, well, that's what they're thinking and trying to do. And that's how we can, uh, you know, attack it and be able to take care of that. So that, that's very valuable being able to do that. And, and then obviously, yeah, being, being everywhere else, you know, it's, it's easy to talk about pass protection with the backs, you know, because for a long time I was an offense line coach. So, you know, and you spend a lot of time doing that. So you understand the protections and, and how to pick up some of the blitzes and all that kind of stuff. So that's, that's pretty easy to go ahead and move back there and be able to explain that and, and tell them where they got to go and, and, uh, and all that, you know, and then just as in the run game, you know, exactly how we're blocking it and, and what our thoughts are and, and uh, where the hole should be and, and how we should attack it and that kind of stuff. So uh, yeah, all those things work together in different facets and, and learning and that kind of stuff that you're able to, you know, use to be able to teach them and, and also help you better explain why to them. You know, and I think sometimes, you know, they're, they're always wanting to know why, you know, and I think as a, you know, sometimes as a coach or a younger coach, sometimes you just, you just know something, but maybe sometimes you don't exactly know why you're doing it. I think it's important to be able to know, you know, why you're really doing it as well. Uh, I've been trying to think of the best way to word this question. Uh, so I'll see if I can get it out in a way that makes sense. Uh, is there a game on the schedule this year that you're looking forward to in the sense of calling a game, an offensive game? against that defense, a, a matchup that you really enjoy uh, going against? You know, um, the, the, the one coming up, I, I, I want to kind of uh, be able to uh, to play against again, and, and uh, I really respected playing them was, was Sam Houston. You know, mm-hmm. I think they do a good job over there and got a lot of good good players and good players on that defensive side. And, and uh, you know, I think playing somebody like them, um, just about pretty much everybody on the schedule is pretty good right. this year, to be honest. So, uh, but being able to play them just, you know, helps me, uh, uh, be a better coach coordinator, you know, um, that. So I kind of, I kind of looking forward to being able to play them and, and, and enjoy that, that experience. Awesome. Last thing for you, we got a new sponsor this year in Mad Mushroom Pizza. So we're closing all our interviews asking if you're ordering a pizza, what's your go-to toppings for your pizza? Oh, I'm telling you, I'm 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 the meats guy. So uh, <laughs> I like the the uh, the sausage, the pepperoni, the ham, the bacon. You, if you can get me the 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 meats, I'm happy. <laughs> awesome, <laughs> wonderful, Coach. This has been fun. I really do appreciate you taking the time to chat with me and uh, share some information with us. We're looking forward to the season. Uh, good luck moving forward. Hopefully, we'll see you out there and uh, camp here in the in the coming days. But uh, uh, looking forward to what's ahead for the EKU offense this season. Thanks for coming on. Oh, no problem. I appreciate it. Does the exterior of your home need a facelift? All Around Roofing has you covered. All Around Roofing is a locally owned company servicing Madison County and all of Central Kentucky. From roof repairs and replacements to gutters, siding, windows, soffits, chimney flashings, and more. All Around Roofing provides quality work and friendly service your house looking great. Call today 859-489-5179 to get a free quote. That's 859-489-5179. We can handle your all-around exterior needs at All Around Roofing. Mad Mushroom Pizza is now a proud sponsor of the Sports Stove Podcast. Mad Mushroom, home of the original cheese sticks. Proudly serving EKU's campus, Mad Mushroom offers Colonel's amazing pizza, cheese sticks, wings, grinders, and so much more. Next time you visit, tell them the sports stove sent you and you get $5 off any order over $20. Or visit online madmushroom.com 
And when you order, enter the code SPORTS5. SPORTS5. And you'll get that $5 off any order over $20. Mad Mushroom, feed your head. Welcome back into the program. Uh, thank you again to Coach Richmond. A lot of great stuff there. I'm excited to see how this running back room uh, develops over the next month, over August, before the season, then as the season goes on too, because you've got two running backs that I think they 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 trust and they know what they have. They're looking for a third one at least to step up and, and earn some carries. So I'm excited to see who will do that. Maybe Maybe multiple guys will. And uh, it'll be interesting to see kind of how it all shakes out there as well. But thanks to Coach for coming on and, and chatting with us. It was a, a very insightful conversation. So thank you for that. Uh, I want to close out our episode. I promise we won't do every episode to talk about the softball team. But um, I was really hoping to have have already talked to to Athletic Director Matt Roan, and it hasn't worked out for us to talk yet. He uh, he has reached out and uh, said that we'll make it we'll make it happen. Uh, I'm not sure if it'll be an interview like recorded for an interview or if it'll just be a conversation. Um, but nonetheless, here's kind of my thoughts on what I want to ask him, what, what I'm thinking about. I read through the report that EKU uh, put out and a couple of things I think we need to understand. Number one, this was done by human resources, not the athletic department. I don't know that we'll ever get an, I don't know that, that uh, Matt would ever answer this question or not, but I it, to me it feels like his it didn't matter what he wanted to do in this situation. Um, once it went to human resources, whatever they said or suggested was going to be what it was. If if Matt Roan fired Jane Worthington after the human resources department said they did not see uh, did not uh, see any need to do so, then well she would have had an easy lawsuit against the school and. I don't think that uh, Roan had an option at that point, but I'm not sure how much he influenced the HR department, stuff like that as well. So a couple of things in the report that they put out, hopefully you've read this. I, I got it off the Richmond register, um, but uh, it's available in a couple of different places. Uh, let's start with this. Uh, human resources, their standard of evidence is more likely than not. Uh, and I got to admit, from what everything I read, I'm not sure that more likely than not is what I got uh, or interpreted the same way as they did. But nonetheless, uh, they also said they were viewing this in the environment of D1 sports uh, as opposed to a normal workplace. They said that this is not a normal workplace, so you have to uh, look at it in the scheme of or in the the uh, the genre of Division One athletics. My question to the university would be, is is that really the standard that we want to set? Don't you want to be above board? Don't you want to set the standard versus follow the standard? And I'm not sure that the Division One environment is the environment that EKU should be striving for. Uh, in certain aspects, sure, there's, there's good things with that, right? Um, but I, I'm not sure that that's the way I would go. Um, the accusations that were made, a lot of the accusations that were made really came down to a hard coach. Um, there, there were many things that were said or shown or, uh, you know, pictures that were given or things that I, I looked at and go, you know, not a fan of it, but it's not a fireable offense. But there were a couple things in the accusations that I think were a fireable offense. And then I think the, the, grand scheme of it all and there being players from 20 years back that came forward and and this is something that has been going on for that long makes me go well it's probably best for the program if they move on from Jane whether or not um, it was so bad that she had to be fired is the argument that's being made but you know my thing is I think just it seems to make sense for the program it'd be best if Jane Worthington and Haley Sims stepped away from the program um and maybe that still happens. It doesn't it doesn't appear so. Uh, so a few other questions I had. 31 witnesses. Uh, they said that 13 allegations, 13 people came forward with allegations. 19 people came forward in support of the coach. 31 witnesses. Um, so I don't know. My question is, is how many of those 31 witnesses were, were the 13 accusers? Um how many did they talk to of the 13 accusers and in interview? I know they didn't interview everybody. At least that's what I was told. Uh, so, so, you know, some were missing. 
Um, they said there was no record of complaints filed, uh, not filed through proper channels. My question is, did uh, anyone on the staff, uh, is there anyone on the staff that the players could have talked to to file the report? Did the players know who they were supposed to talk to to file the report? Did they go to an assistant coach? And the assistant coach said, I'm not going to say anything about this. Did, you know, that, that kind of thing. Did they know, was it communicated with them who they were supposed to go to if they had an issue like this to talk to about? Is it clear to the student athletes, not just the softball players, to the student athletes who they're supposed to talk to if they need to record a or file a complaint? Uh, they said this in the report. I'm going to paraphrase it. Uh, but I've heard it from multiple people in the university and outside of the university saying that Jane Worthington did not have anybody on the staff that the players could go to. Um, especially this last year, they had a coaching staff that was, that was just not going to be compassionate. Uh, I know they would argue that they are compassionate and there's evidence that they've been compassionate to players. Um, but they didn't, they didn't have the staff set up well. And whether that's financially the university didn't allow them to, or they just chose not to hire the, the right kind of staff. The, the, every team, if the coach is going to be hard, every team needs a coach, an assistant coach that players feel like they can go and talk to uh, and share with, because a hard coach is not going to listen uh, to those, to those, uh, what they feel is complaining or what they feel is whining. Um, you know, and I understand I'm, I'm, a, I'm a coach. I don't want players whining to me either, but you got to have someone in the building that the players can go to and say, Hey, she's being too hard. Now, whether or not she is, you know, that person is the one that can talk them off the ledge a little bit that, and maybe that's a bad example to use a bad euphemism to use or whatever it is. I apologize if that offends, uh, um, cause I don't, I don't take lightly mental health, but They've got to be able to be, um, you know, when they're upset, they got to be able to be calmed down. And a hard coach typically is not going to allow that to happen. Uh, so that's something I'd like to see them improve on. I think if they're not going to, if Jane's not going to walk away, I think Haley needs to. I think they need to get rid of her. I've heard from people, um, uh, recruits parents who said, nope, not, not, not when she's there. Uh, former players who are in support of Jane Worthington that have said, Haley's a problem. Uh, she shouldn't be there. She doesn't fit the program. Uh, that's people who support Jane Worthington. So, so uh, that needs to change. And then the last thing that I would like to talk to Matt Roan about is the weight issues. Um, you know, I, I wondered, it was this communicated through the recruiting process? There are so many players who said they were body shamed. And again, there's there's a difference between body shaming and telling someone, hey, you're not in the right shape to be playing Division One softball. Um, there's probably a right way and a wrong way to say that. But is it communicated throughout the recruiting process? Hey, if you come here, here's the expectation. We want our players to be in this percentage uh, body weight or, or, you know, um, what's the, what's the, ex- how's the expectation set or were they recruited and told you're a great softball player. We want you on our team. And they got here and then we're told you're fat. Um, you know, that's, that would obviously be wrong. The withholding of food, the report basically says there's not evidence of that. Um, and, uh, so, you know, it is what it is, but I, I'm telling you, there was, there was some messed up stuff with the food. So, um, that's an issue. That's, that's a fireball offense. In my opinion, um, if it happened one time, then no, it's not a fireball offense, but it sounds like it happened multiple times. So anyways, if, and when Matt Roan, um, uh, is able to make it work out, our schedules are able to match. I, he's not dodging me. Um, but when our schedule are able to match up and we can talk, those are some of the things I'd like to talk with him about. And uh, hopefully get some closure on the issue and we'll kind of see where it all, where it all leads to. And uh, at this point, everything stays the same, right? Schedules were released for the conference baseball and softball teams uh, as well. So that that's out there now also. And again, everything's getting ready to kick back up. Football camp starting in August. Uh, uh, Basketball's been practicing, but volleyball uh, active and there's there's other things happening. So uh, make sure you come out and support the university as best you can. And uh, thank you for supporting the show by listening and sharing and subscribing and rating and all those good things. 
as well. Follow us on social media at Sports Stove on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, follow uh, Mad Sports Company on Twitter at Mad Sports Co. And uh, as they are uh, a new business and working to bring you the best Madison County sports coverage uh, possible. Thank you to our sponsors, IPM Pest and Termite, All Around Roofing, and Mad Mushroom Pizza for their part of supporting this show. Make sure you uh, reach out to them and thank them for being a part of this show as well. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I apologize for some of the audio issues today. We'll try to do better next time. We'll be covering receivers next, so make sure you tune into that next week. Thank you for tuning in. Until next time, we'll see you around the sports stove. McKinney looks, sets it a pocket, throws open, receivers, touchdown, Colonels, we're not done yet. Our identity is we're going to press for 40 minutes, we're going to play up-tempo, we're going to play with unbelievable passion, and then our brand is the most exciting 40 minutes in sports.